0: All right, we are back with an instant reaction podcast. This is a big one. Miami lands their QB1 in 2024. Cam Ward from Washington State commits to the hurricanes in a surprise move, Gabby. I mean, look, we'll be honest. I mean, it's not often that we do get surprised by these things, but this is definitely one of those cases. We, we'll get into that later. um and. Let me just say this, too. I'm recording this podcast in a hotel lobby in Bradenton, Florida. I have to go to a uh, nine-year-old gymnastics meet on Sunday morning. So if the audio sounds weird or if you hear people cheering the Browns-Texans game in the background, my apologies. But I feel like it's a, it's too big of a topic to not provide an instant reaction podcast for. Um so let's dive into it Gabby again. Miami has landed it's QB1. In 2024, Ward was always a battle between Miami and the NFL draft. Yes, he did visit Florida State as well. Florida State was never really in this thing. It was always Miami and the NFL draft. The deadline for Ward to declare. So he did a fit. He did unofficially declare publicly for the NFL draft. Um When was this? January 1st? It was the first, correct, I think? Yeah, Um, because I
1: was at the Under Armour
0: All-American practice. I think it was
1: the first or one of those days.
0: First or second. and But that wasn't like an official declaration because he he had yet to sign with an agent. And then since that moment, um, Cam Ward, you know, look, we'll put all our cards on the table in this podcast. We we have reason to believe Cam Ward committed to Miami verbally two or three times, definitely, and then, and then rescinded that commitment hours later each time. Um, so it, it became a, a big game of chicken, a big negotiating situation on both sides. Um, and so, look, Cam Ward commits two days before the deadline of January fifteenth, when underclassmen have to declare. For the NFL draft, Cam Ward is a, technically an underclassman because he still has one more year of eligibility at the college level. He also commits on a day, Gabby, where Talia Tungavailoa started to get legitimate momentum uh, with his waiver process for Miami. I think Miami was fully prepared to go that route and have him enroll and you know fight whatever fight needed to happen. Uh, to get him that extra year, so I don't think it's a coincidence that as that momentum started building with Miami and Talia, Cam Ward jumps on board. Anyways, Gabby, QB one, Cam Ward. Let's let's start there. What does this mean for Miami in 2024? What does this mean for you know generating even more momentum in the transfer portal? here it's kind of closed up in the winter window but the spring window is going to be wide open i i do think it was important to get a legitimate qb1 transfer in this winter window because quite frankly good quarterbacks don't jump into the the spring window that's just something we haven't really seen yet um so they did get their qb1 and on paper this is a impressive looking team in 2024 what are your thoughts
1: uh, I mean, just that, just how much really just a quarterback like Cam or just changes, just my overall outlook on what this team could potentially be in 2024. I mean, we talk all the time about how quarterback is the most important position in sports. And look, it, it was the road to get here, obviously had a ton of ups and downs and twists and turns. And wow, was it a, a journey? It was definitely certainly a journey uh, featuring some of the, a lot of the things you just mentioned, David, I mean, wild path but at the end of the day mario Cristobal's a recruiter and he got to his destination he accomplished the mission and at the end of the day miami has is, is bringing in one of the top arms in college football right like we're, you, you talk you look at the landscape yeah. of college football and and what's available what's out there what's returning what's leaving and i think if you had your pick of the litter and i'm not saying cam ward is the best quarterback in college football but cam ward is 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 A top option when you when you look at what's coming back to college football in 2024 Miami has one of those top quarterbacks, and I think in order to take those next steps as a program right we're talking about how we need to start seeing really really seeing that on field success in 2024 and beyond cam Ward is such a spark plug to Miami doing what they need to do next in as far as taking that those next steps on the field and then he, he and he's just a he's just a gunslinger right like we talk about like the profile so, like, of a quarterback that Miami is uh, looking for a one year guy who could kind of be that bridge to the next like like Cam Ward has such an opportunity to be a, such a, a big momentum builder for Miami as a program with the way that the offense could potentially level up with the the skill position guys he could potentially attract uh you know the way that he could elevate the personnel that's already on the team uh the way defenses have to protect like defend Miami I mean what Cam Ward gives you is just like again a potential professional quarterback like Cam Ward does have the tools to be an NFL quarterback we talk about how he needed reps right he needs reps he needs reps he's gonna have a whole other year of college reps as a fifth year senior as a guy with over 13,000 career passing yards like this is a massive massive win for Miami this is I mean, I don't think my Mario Cristobal has absolutely nailed the quarterback since he's been at Miami, but this is Mario this Cristobal one is absolutely yeah. nailing down the quarterback position and getting your. He was guy. their top target. He was he the was top their, target. He, yeah. This is the first time that we've seen Mario Cristobal get his top quarterback target, and um, it's massive. It's a huge win. Um, you know, for all, everything he can do on the field and how it just creates that buzz around. Miami from a transfer portal perspective, as far as attracting other guys. And again, yeah, it's, it's the 13th and, you know, again, windows tight what's what's available as far as pieces to get now, maybe that's a little bit limited too, but I think there's going to be a lot of guys looking at Miami, seeing this situation. Yes. And after that spring football window, if some guys have questions, concerns, whatever it is, Miami is going to be a prime spot for for playmakers on offense, and even guys on defense that are just going to want to come be a part of this. So right. I think I think that this is I think this impacts every level of this Miami football team, and it's just massive, massive victory for Mario Cristobal on the recruiting trail, and so beneficial for the program.
0: You win in college football with older, talented players, and Cam Ward is an older, experienced, productive quarterback, and that matters. He has over three thousand. Offensive snaps in his college career between Incarnate Word and Washington State. Like you mentioned, Gabby, 13,000 passing yards, 119 passing touchdowns. That experience matters. And, and he's an intriguing quarterback prospect, too, at the college level, because he has that mix of experience and he has leveled up each year um, at the college level, because quite frankly, he's still developing at the college level in high school, he played in the wing T offense. And so when he got to incarnate word, that was the first time he, he had started playing in a passing attack. So he's gotten better each year at the college level. He has power five experience at Washington state this previous season at Washington state, he threw for 3,700 yards and 25 touchdowns. Um, He's also a perfect of the, of the available quarterbacks. I think he was the best fit for running Shannon Dawson's air raid offense. It's what he ran at Incarnate Word. It's what he ran at Washington State. He's going to be comfortable running it at Miami. He has plenty of arm talent to throw outside, downfield, um, and he has some mobility to his game, too. I wouldn't call him like a running quarterback by any stretch, but he has the mobility to avoid sacks and be a threat in the red zone when he needs to be. One thing I think that's going to stand out about Cam Ward in this system when comparing him to Tyler Van Dyke is how he's more natural at just getting the ball out fast in the short, quick passing game. His average time to throw behind the line of scrimmage was 1.65 seconds this past year at Washington State. Compare that to Tyler Van Dyke on similar throws, 1.88 time to throw. And and those 0.2 seconds... It doesn't sound like a lot, right? But it is massive in in a game of inches as you're trying to create space for your playmakers on the outside. He was also quicker on throws between zero and nine yards past the line of scrimmage, um, getting those balls out at 2.08 compared to Tyler's 2.37 on similar throws. So, um, you know, he completed, he's also effective at the deep ball too, completed 23 of 57 deep shots. He just has a nice feel. For the air raid offense, it is his natural offense. And so I think it's going to be a perfect fit. Now, if we're talking about some areas he needs to clean up, you look at the fumbles. uh, And it is a big number that is kind of hard to ignore. He has 46 fumbles in his college career. That's not 46 fumbles lost. That just means he's fumbled it 46 times, which is obviously way too many. That's about an average of one per game. I would assume that has to do with a lot of, uh, you know, I would assume his hands might be a little small. Um, but I do think too, like when he scrambles around, he's a little loose with how he holds the football out and kind of makes it easy for defenders to, to, uh, jar it loose. So that is definitely one area of his game that he's going to have to clean up in a big way as he's trying to put together one final year of the resume for the NFL draft. Um, you know, in 2025. So uh, look, we talked about how I think from the beginning, we kind of maintained how this is the right approach to stick with Cam Ward. Don't come off it. uh, He's your guy. Go get your guy. Cam Ward always left that door cracked and Miami ended up getting their guy. And this is why Mario Cristobal is the guy at Miami. This is why eventually he is going to win at Miami because he is a guy that can land this type of talent. I also think too, Gabby, Shannon Dawson showed me something with this recruiting win. He went out and got the, you know, depending on your taste, the first or second best quarterback in the transfer portal. Um, And so let's talk about just what this means maybe for next year, because, I think it's fair to say, look, this team on paper now is good enough to go win nine or ten games. Uh, It's time to make that leap. I would honestly say ten games. I think it's fair to put those expectations. Now the roster isn't complete yet. It's not finished. But they got the biggest domino to fall in Cam Ward. And if you look just on the offense, on paper, Gabby, Miami's offense this year is very intriguing. Cam Ward QB1. Mark Fletcher, RB one, Xavier Restrepo, and Jacoby George, your top two receivers. I believe they're the second most productive uh, receiver duo that is returning to the same Power Five school year over year. Um, you know Xavier Restrepo over a thousand yards, Jacoby George eight hundred yards, Elijah Arroyo, talented tight end. If he can just get healthy, we could see that talent. And I think they're going to have the best offensive line in the ACC. So on paper, this offense should only continue to level up uh, from what they did in 2023. I
1: mean, I think we're definitely going to see an improvement. I mean, come on. I mean, this is like we're talking about. I mean, I think that there's just even so much more levels that those guys can kind of take. Right. Like. When we're thinking about Xavier Restrepo and Jacoby George, like like let let's remember how up and down the offense was, right? Like there was times where the offense just kind of sputtered, and we still saw that level of production. Like I think yeah. that it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, man. And we're uh, talking about what, how many wins this team should have. Like I mean, I yeah, I mean I think that it's fair now with the quarterback like Cam Ward. I think the expectation should be that Miami goes and wins wins ten games and and competes for a spot in the ACC. You know, I think we I think those are things that should become expected after you know with the moves that are being made I still think there's definitely room to upgrade and I think that they're they, they should find ways to upgrade and go go find more dudes but if you if just keeping the room as is offensive line 100% agree like best in the ACC I mean Xavier Restrepo and Jacoby George like they elevated so much in this offense and they were like if it's just if the offense is just complete if the offense can give you 12 games of just being solid good like with solid quarterback play i mean i think both of those guys can be better like and you you consider what else is kind of coming back and you know, whatever that looks, that other outside wide receiver looks like, whether that be a guy like Isaiah Horton, whether that be a transfer, whether it be this junior college wide receiver, like, you know, whatever that looks like, like whoever's in that role is going to eat. And again, we have some promising young guys coming in with Elijah Royo. Like I think that this offense has as much potential as any offense that we've seen at Miami. I mean, in, in, in quite some time. So I'm super excited about what this, what Cam Ward brings, what, what it means for this 2024 team i already ranted about you know a lot of just my excitement of it but i do think the production should be there we like we saw a significant jump like from yeah. at least you know point like we saw significant jumps in multiple facets of this offense, and again it it was bad at times. Like there was times where it was like, what are we watching? So if it's not that and it's better quarterback play, which should be definitely be expected, I mean I think we're just going to continue to see this offense just trend like just continue to level up and take those strides and steps. And again, that's why I feel like getting a guy like Cam Ward could just be such like kind of like an enter like just a momentum building move for the program where they can just kind of continue to build on this year over year over year and cam ward having this in 2024 is such a massive opportunity to just take your program off to that next level and then get the people around it to buy in and just continue to build it with the with the recruits that you bring in and everything else like this is going to have such a large impact on everything because if Miami performs to that level with Cam Ward they're going to be able to recruit like like this 2025 class is going to be insane because everyone's going to be so excited about the Hurricanes so I think just the the impact of getting Cam Ward and what he's going to do on the field beyond is is massive man it's massive yeah
0: this is a team that should push for ACC championship berth and a college football playoff spot Let's talk, to about the roster management or roster construction of the quarterback room because Miami has landed two transfer quarterbacks and Reese Poffenbarger from Albany and now Cam Ward. I, I think it's fair to say, Gabby, I think you can confirm, too, on your end that Reese was fully aware that Miami yes. was not done chasing quarterbacks, and he was fine with that when he committed to Miami. I think you know, getting off the Cam Ward thing and just talking about the quarterback room, I think this is big too because, look, again, Miami has QB1 in 2024, Set and Cam Ward. I think you could argue too they're not going to have to scramble for a transfer portal quarterback in 2025 because I think internally they feel like, okay, you know, cream rise to the top situation between Reese Poffenbarger, Jakari Brown, and Emery Williams uh and whoever that is uh is going to be QB1 in 2025. Would you push back on that? And I think that's huge too just like from yeah. a from a standpoint of you know this is a, this was obviously a long and arduous process. Yeah. Landing QB1 here in 2024, I don't think they're going to have to go through that next year.
1: No, I don't think they're going to have to either. And I think that's one kind of, I don't know if it's a miniature detail, but I think it's an important detail. I think it ended up being an important detail. I didn't know how much it really mattered at the time, but I think it is important that like what you mentioned, David, like Reese Poffenbarger does have two years of eligibility. Yeah. So he will be back. I mean, again, if he chooses, so if he so chooses, he will be, he will be back in a part of that mix in 2025. And, you know, I think that basically you get to get, you, you kind of allow Reese Poffenbarger to kind of, get a feel settle for into that this power level. yeah settle into yeah. the power five level you Miami does feel re- good about what they have in him right like I know we have I don't think we've talked like a ton about him to this point but Miami does feel good about they what, like what him. They have. I'm yeah, skeptical
0: they, but they yeah, like
1: but they seem to like him yeah they yes. seem to feel like there's something there so you kind of get a year to figure out what that is while Jakari kind of continues to develop which I think was always the hope his timeline is
0: always 25 has right? always been 25 I think Emery same same deal.
1: so i think that this is a really good just kind of restructure. And, and look and i think miami i think it's important that miami does value the fact that they want they do want to develop and organically kind of have a line of quarterbacks that they're bringing in right right like i think that's something they
0: don't want to be playing this you don't want to it's that and it's you don't want to play guys too soon like yeah too young you know right. what i mean so, so I think this
1: is such a good – I think this this sets such a good foundation for the, the future of the quarterback room. Like I think getting a guy like Cam Ward I think sets your program up for long-term quarterback development success because you don't have to rush guys like kind of like what you're talking about. And again, and I think it creates more competition. I think it kind of gives everyone involved just a chance to be like – we're like they, they got to go at it right like i mean there has to be a backup quarterback there could be a backup quarterback competition like the cream will rise to the top this I, is a exactly. perfect scenario this is perfect healthy scenario. this is what miami wants to do at every single position right like we talk right. about competition running like run, running back wide receiver linebacker. like this is how it needs to be at every single position and look who knows what it all looks like at the end of the day but to your point David, the cream rises to the top and someone's going to come out of this thing better for it Some, yeah. someone's going to come out of this situation better and, and that's who you want to
0: be, to be your starting quarterback right?
1: correct so. I think this is huge man I think this is really yeah. big for on so many there's so many layers to getting a guy like Cam Ward and and getting him on board for just such a number of reasons and yeah man it's very exciting it's very he has a chance to break the Mario Cristobal kind of quarterback thing right like I mean I yeah think I mean there I, is that
0: narrative there's a narrative uh, about about that's Mario why Cristobal. it was important to just get it done with Cam yeah. Ward like I think there was a lot of stubbornness with some Miami people about oh you know this guy is you know who does he think he is and it's like well Miami if we're being honest Miami needs Cam Ward more than Cam Ward needs Miami and I made the case that Cam Ward needs Miami pretty bad. So um yeah you're right. Let's let's get out on this too and let's talk about the Talia aspect because it is interesting and I do think it played a role in this. And, look, Gabby, I don't know what you want to say, how detailed you want to get into all of this, but I think it's fair to say Talia tonga was on campus this week meeting with Miami, I think, multiple times to explore those options, just popping in. Yep. Um, I think there was a sense of, hey, Talia might enroll no matter what, whether or not he gets the waiver cleared now or not, if he doesn't get the waiver cleared now, he will be enrolled, and we can appeal the NCAA. We can fight it in uh, whatever way we can fight it. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't, if Talia doesn't get the waiver, still after all of that, he can go to the supplemental draft because he's probably not going to get drafted anyways. So why not try and fight this fight for one more year at the college level? I think Miami was fully prepared to go down that road. I think Cam Ward's people got wind of that, and that's a big reason why he jumped on board now uh, because the word we were getting, Gabby, was that Tuesday was going to be a day that Talia might announce he's going to Miami. So... I don't know what else you want to say on this or whatever, but uh, how do you read that situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you put it very. I think you put it perfectly, David. Look, I think Miami was fully prepared and ready to, uh, you know, take Talia uh, Tagavailoa, and again, whatever came with it. And I do think that there was I I said it this morning on the or this afternoon on the message board uh, on the site that I think there was growing optimism that, uh, you know, his waiver would be. would be like, you know, people were hopeful that it was going right. to be granted. But I think regardless, Miami was going to like, we were just saying, David, Miami was prepared to take their, I mean, I, I think they were going to take him anyways. And Tuesday was the timeline that, you know, I'd heard that Miami was going to kind of move forward with this. And yeah, I mean, Tag- I mean, Talia was, I mean, he's been on campus. I mean, I guess we can just kind of lay it out all out there. Like, you know, I'm yeah. there at the, I'm there at the school today, waiting on a 2025 today, as in Saturday, um, I'm there at the, at the, at the school waiting out a, a 2025 tight end who I know is on campus and Talia Tagovailoa walks, walks out the front door of the, of the, at, of the football facility. So, uh, I mean, Miami was deep, deep, deep in, uh, in the Talia Tagovailoa situation. And I think that they were prepared to, again, what, whatever came with that, whether it was waiting out the waiver him getting a waiver and moving forward with him, all of those things. And I don't think it's coincidence at all. Like again, what you're alluding to David, that. This all happened today in hindsight, looking at all this in the way that it all kind of came together, uh, that Cam War decided to move forward as everything was really, I mean, steaming up is putting it lightly. I think it was about to come. It was happening. It was, happening. it was happening. It was happening. Talia, Talia
0: was texting targets. Yeah. T-
1: Talia texted a notable transfer portal wide receiver today from my, from my understanding. What I was told by someone close to that situation that my, that Talia texted a transfer portal wide receiver that he was coming to Miami. Um So Miami has Cam Ward.
0: Oh, yeah, and I, I think this it's is just interesting.
1: interesting. It's a very interesting, like this like, is leverage honest. and honest.
0: Like I think these things are going to become more common moving forward for big time transfer portal players that can yeah. command a lot of money. Yeah. Um It'll and be, I, between the NFL draft and a certain college mm-hmm. right. and go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, no, no I was going to say, I think it's just good that it seemed like they were going to have this quarterback situation resolved one way or another. Right. right? And we would have seen that Talia, we would have had Potentially. to really sweat that out. Potentially. We might've had to sweat out that Talia situation, but
0: this is better. So here we are. Yeah. This is good. This is certain. So this is certain. And honestly, like, I don't know, it's up for debate, but in my opinion, I think Cam Ward has more talent. I think Talia is good too. But I think Cam Ward is more talented. I think the NFL draft scouts would tell you that too. Um, anyways, Miami has their QB1. We are rambling. Just wanted to get this reaction out there. Appreciate everyone for listening. And until next time, take care.